Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Crownsman Show. I'm your host, Jared Downey, and joining me today is Gowdy Molina. Good morning. Good morning. Checking your computer? Yes. <laughs> a little weird thing happening there, but we're good. We're good. It is one of, the, it is one of those mornings, um, but thank you for keeping everything rolling down the tracks. Today we have DHR International. Brian Arthur is going to be joining us. Brian is the, I'm going to make, this, make sure I get this right, managing partner for Western Canada and the member of and a member of the North American executive team. So I'll actually get Brian to explain what yeah. exactly that means. Before we get into it, who is sponsoring our show today? All right. So today we have Savannah Equipment. Savannah Equipment supplies new and used mining equipment around the world from plaster to underground to ore processing plants. They have gold concentrating tables, trommels, and mineral jigs in stock now to take advantage of the high gold prices. You can visit them at savannahequipment.com where you will find more equipment every day. Of course, we also have PowerZone Equipment. When you need a specialized team of world-class engineers for your oil for your oil and gas pipelines, dewatering, or any fluid handling needs, you want to visit PowerZone.com. In addition to their inventory of rebuilt pumps, motors, engines, they also have an amazing team to design and engineer your systems, no matter the challenge, no matter the location. Get in the zone with PowerZone. Visit them at PowerZone.com. Um, also, tell your company's story to thousands of heavy industry professionals every week. Use Crownsman interviews to communicate technical information and to demonstrate your company's leadership within your sector. In 2021, small operations and large corporations need a reliable interview process and a large platform to communicate. In North America alone, over 8.5 million minutes of Crownsman shows have been watched online. You can join as a company, join as an expert, be part of the Crownsman network. More details at Crownsman.com. There we Thank go. You. Thank, Thank you very much, Gary. <laughs> Brian, I'm going to jump right into the interview. Um, I think we're going to start with your title because um, I almost made it through it. Um, but uh, you, you, you wear a couple hats. Um, can you sort of outline what, what your role is within the company and then in doing so explain who DHR is for people that don't know? Sure. Well, first of all, thank you, Jared. Uh, I appreciate you inviting me on. And you did it pretty well with the title. It is a mouthful, um, uh, to say the least. So I am the managing partner of Western Canada, uh, and I wear a second hat. I sit on our North American Executive Committee, which is made up um, by seven members throughout uh, North America. Actually, I'm the only the rest are in the U.S. Um, DHR International, we are an executive search firm uh, helping organizations find the right talent for those key roles, and I'm certainly looking forward to not only talking about DHR, but, but also executive search in general, which a lot of your viewers might not be overly familiar with. Yeah, there's, I have quite a few questions, um, because I think anybody within the industry that we're covering knows there are some challenges in finding uh, finding people. One of the things that I was wondering coming into this interview is, do, does, do you think with the, I mean, the internet is is has been used for now, it seems like it's been around forever, but 30 years ago, that's not how people were finding recruiting. How has it, do you think, has it made it easier or harder um, with this? I mean, it's so much of a debate online and a DHR is obviously part of facilitating that. Has it made it um, easier to facilitate finding the right executive? Yeah, I think there's absolutely no question the internet has made everything easier in all of our lives. Uh, and and uh, 
recruitment is absolutely no, no different. Gone are the days of, of having a card catalog of all the contacts, uh, contacts you know. The, the, the challenge is, is still being able to connect to the right people at the right time and, and actually have them answer your, your call. Um, so just being able to find the people online, that's part of it. That's the, the first step in the equation. Um, and I think where, where the expertise of a professional comes in uh, is actually being able to engage with that person and, and, and to get them uh, across the finish line uh, into that new role. You're, when you start when you start the recruitment process, um, the one, are you looking, do you first go to people that are, you see on like LinkedIn, they've got all those, like, oh, what is it called? Oh, open to work or, or, or open to opportunities or something like that. What are you sort of looking for in those initial stages when you're trying to fill a position for a client? Yeah, the, the reality, Jared, is we work for companies. Uh, the, the organizations are our clients, and, and we're going out to find very specific people with very specific skill set, typically at that senior level, at the you know, vice president and up and, and, and into the board. Um, we're looking for people that not only possess the, the technical expertise, uh, that's really table stakes just to, just to get into the, just, just the price of admission. It really is about the fit, and that's what our clients are paying us for. So, you know, although we are interested in people that are, are open to making a change, uh, in, in reality, the vast majority of people that we put into positions are gainfully employed, are doing great things where they currently are and aren't looking to make move. Uh, they're the top 10%. Mm. And they're not thinking about any change until we come along, tap them on the shoulder and suggest uh, the grass could be greener or they may have skills that could be better, uh, better used elsewhere. Something that I, the other thing I was wondering is when employers come and there's a few things about DHR that I, I really want to get into. You have you have the, a two-year guarantee and they're, they're, it's, it's sort of unique to, to DHR and I want to get into that. But I was wondering, do, when employers are coming to you, do they have, do you work with them to develop a clear picture of who they're looking for or are they, or most companies coming in, they have a very clear vision of, I mean, even personality and things like that. And I'm just trying to understand that process because, of course, we've done hiring before and some of it has been successful, some of it has definitely not been successful. Um, and there's so many factors to take into place. Are you helping them piece that together on that initial who they're looking for or where do you sort of come in? Yeah, we, we, we do. And, and certainly it's our goal to do that because it's going to lead to a more successful outcome. Um, we've, we've all had those experiences where sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And unfortunately, people are strange creatures and, and they wake up in the morning and sometimes they do funny things. And, and it's you know, almost impossible to have all of the data in advance. But the more data you can get, the better decision you're going to make. So when we sit down with a client at the onset of a search, the goal is really to understand as much as we possibly can, as much as we can about uh, the role itself, 
but also about the culture, about the leadership characteristics of the, the individual they're going to report into. Uh, we want to understand the team that's going to report into them. We need to understand their uh, long-term goals, their, their you know, 12 months out and also five years out, where they're going. Uh, we need to know what hasn't worked in the past, and we need to know what, what, what will work going forward so we can make sure we find the right person. Some clients are... Uh, very sophisticated and very astute, and they have um, uh, spent a lot of energy internally to understand their their, their succession planning and, and who makes a successful candidate. Um, others haven't, and, and we certainly help them through that process to make sure we're getting there. And um, it certainly is about helping our client get the best hire they can. But selfishly, it's also on us because we don't want to redo search work. And we only get invited back if we did a wonderful job. And we only get referred to other clients if we did a wonderful job. So the more energy we can place up front to make sure we get that fit, uh, it's going to be a, a better outcome for everybody, ourselves included. So kind of tying back into the whole the, the whole internet thing, you have LinkedIn and there's company culture, there's skill sets. And I'm just, I'm just curious of, because there's so much online, I mean, you can almost, you can almost draft a, an online profile that sort of fits your, sort of fits the market that you want to go after nowadays. So what is the process of, of you know, is there some sort of, um, I mean, DHR specialized in it. So how do you sift through that sort of that online world um, or, or, or any or people that are submitting it through portals or however, how do you sift through all that sort of that cookie cutter stuff to actually identify if someone is qualified? And culture seems like to be one of the toughest ones to identify, but even skill set because you, you can, I mean, skill is a, it's sort of a funny word, especially at the executive level. So is there an actual process that you go through to sift through that so when you get inundated when a, when a position or when you're not 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 when you're looking for when you're out there looking for someone you can find probably a thousand people that fit a profile how do you siphon that down yeah well you're, you're right you can certainly find a lot of people and i think it's really important to remember that everything online shouldn't say everything you know, most things that, that are accessible online are put there by the individuals themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, they are getting to paint the picture of what that looks like, uh, which may or may not be reality. Think of Instagram. Uh, if you look at Instagram, you safely assume that everyone has these wonderful lives and they look perfect all the time. Their children are always perfectly well-behaved and smiling at the camera. We know that that's not true. So, so we really don't rely on, on what we see out there. When, when it comes, comes to, to, to finding the candidates, candidates that's, the, that's, that's the first step. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, we have a team of uh, researchers. Uh, you know, we have hundreds of researchers, and, and this is what they do for a living. They map companies. They figure out who's who, who's doing what, who's doing well. And when we when we kick off the search, we're of course going to go to those individuals we know uh, as a first step. And at the same time, we're also going to go into the market uh, doing new research to understand who, who are the best folks right now doing this at other organizations. And it really comes down to having a conversation. Uh, you know, we, we still rely on the telephone heavily. 
for every, every search we do, we see to literally hundreds of candidates, uh, you know, three, 300 to 600 candidates on average, to narrow down to a shortlist that we're going to present to our, our client, ultimately narrowing it down to, to one hire. Uh, and the way that, that we, we work individuals through that funnel is by comparing them against each other um, and also comparing them against uh, the position uh, stack that we develop with the client. What are we actually looking for? And we use that template as uh, really like benchmarking against. Uh, but it goes beyond simply, um, you know, researching the, the publicly available data out there. It is about conversations, it's about references, it's about assessment, um, and, um, and having, having multiple conversations to really appreciate whether what they've done in the past is going to be a good predictor for, for being able to succeed in the future. There's something that you have, uh, that I think is unique. I mean, I'm not obviously not an expert in your field, but I saw um, on your online on your website. I think it's a two uh, two year guarantee. Is that I think something sort of makes you stand out? What is what exactly is that? Um, yeah, well, you know, I, I like to think there's lots of things that help us stand out, um, but our guarantee is really one of them. Uh, it's, it's it's twice as long as, as just about every one of our industry peers out there. And what the guarantee is, is it's us standing behind our work. And you know, our work is, is sometimes a little bit uh, funny to think about because uh, you know the widgets with which we work are people. Uh, we, we, are, we are affecting human lives uh, every single day. And, and when we place an individual into our role, um, you know, as, as I said before, selfishly, we, we, we really need to make sure that they're successful. And because we're doing the due diligence up front to ensure that they're going to be the right fit and they're going to add value to our client, we stand behind them. We stand behind them for two years. If anyone leaves, either of their, their, their own choosing or if they're asked to leave, uh, we'll read that search. And, and we read that search, no questions asked, and, and we don't charge anything else for it. Uh, that, that's certainly the way we operate in this market. We have offices in you know, nearly 30 countries. Uh, there are some nuances with what guarantees look like in other places, but, but by and large, we, uh, we have to do guarantee uh, for our America. Does that... Why do you... Why does DHR have that in place? I, you know, when you see something like that, and... I mean, I, I, know, I know just enough to know that that is a bit unique. Um, and then, of course, that leads into the assumption, well, if someone could give you a two-year guarantee, which is not, that's not a, a small amount of time. A lot of things that are beyond your control can happen within two years. What is it? Is, is there something very specific that it gives the company? And you're sort of on the, uh, because you're, you're part of that, um, like the, no, no, I, I did it on the intro, but that's sort of that committee for the North American. What's it called? Our executive committee. The executive committee. You're sort of seeing some of the bigger picture things as well. What, what is there something that the company is delivering that, that gives them that confidence that you can specifically identify um, that allows them to offer something like two years? Well, I mean, you're, you're, you're right. A lot can go wrong. Um, and, and, and as I said, people, people wake up and do funny things. You, you, you never know how things are going to work out. Uh, I've only redone, I mean, I've been doing this for uh, 16 or 17 years, and, and 
and and I've only really done, I mean, I can count on, on you know, probably one hand the number of searches I've had to redo. And, and the reason is you, you do that up front work and it's, it's harder, it takes more time uh, in order to get to the point where you're going out into the market to, to kick off the search. Uh, that the, the, the way I describe it is really there's, there's two types of recruitment that most people are familiar with. There's contingent recruitment uh, and, and, and then there's retained recruitment. And, and they both have to do with, with how you pay for it. Uh, contingent recruitment, contingency recruitment, 100% of the fee that you would pay to that recruitment firm is due when you place an individual. So they don't pay anything. The client doesn't pay anything until a hire is made. Retaining executive search, you're not really paying for the individual. You're paying for the time and the process. And that's why there's a payment schedule throughout. So we're a retaining executive search firm. And because of that, we only take on the assignments that we know we're going to be successful with. Uh, and typically, they're more challenging, more senior level assignments. Right. You know, we, we are not throwing spaghetti at a wall and hoping something sticks uh, and, then, and then moving on to the next one. Uh, you know, the average search, and that's something else we're quite proud of at DHR. Uh, is, 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 is less, less than three, three months, months, start to finish. Uh, you know, we, we, we track here in Western Canada, it's our 78 days right now. Uh, and, and a big, big part, part of that is our clients are quickly there to do candidates through their process. But, but, but because, because we spend the time up front, front um, you know, we're, 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 we're confident we can, we can stand up on that and it's rarely something that is used. I think what it does is offer peace of mind to our clients that are are taking a leap of faith. Often, from a client's perspective, a company's perspective, you know, they're excited to get this person in. And, and by, by the time we're invited into the conversation, they probably wanted this person a few months ago. And you know, they, they, they want to move as quickly as, as, as they can. And, and they've got to, it's a high-tech high item. item. Uh, Uh, a fair, reasonable amount of money for what they're doing. 
And uh, at the level we work at, people are people are paid well, and um, you know they're not they're not going to walk across the street for a few more dollars. Um, so it has to do with a lot more than than money. Um, Culture is a huge part of it. Uh, I think um, even more so in the past year, there's been some big changes. This is a you know let's not kick ourselves. The world's pretty crazy right now. Um, leadership is, is a huge part. Um, and any time, you know, over this past, past year, year, I think a lot of leaders, their true colors have, have shone through. And they, 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 that style might not work, and it likely is going, going to be what, what, what keeps them in their role. Uh, in fact, uh, over half of the search work we've been doing over the last several months is confidential because we're replacing people that don't know where they're being placed. Uh, and it comes down to their, their, their leadership skills. And so a lot of people are going to move leaders to one of the better leaders, stronger board, people that give them more autonomy. Um, I think there's also factors like diversity that are playing more and more into, um, uh, into these decisions. Um, so there's, you know, I think people, people get out of every morning and you need to be excited. And if you're not, you know, I would suggest just pull the covers back over your head and you try again the next day. But if you're going to get out of bed in the morning, you're going to go to work. You want to be happy. You want to be excited. You want to feel as though you're out of value. You also want to feel as though you're being rewarded for the contributions you make. And certainly, there's a financial component to that, but more so it's people you get to work with and the leaders that you're under and There's a lot of factors. Yeah, yeah, we, we, uh, we, we uh, I can hear your dog, dog in the background. We should, uh, we should always ask people if they have dogs, and they should be allowed to. They, they, they should always make an appearance. We've got a lot of dog fans here. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got two, uh, two, two, two puppies in the background that are, are rarely wild. Uh, do we get to know one of mine? You, you certainly can. can. Uh, one, one of them is a sheep doodle. Uh, that is King. Um, she, uh, he is how old is he now? He's uh, probably seven or eight months. Wow, okay. And then they made a mistake, um, one evening, uh, and decided to get another puppy. And uh, uh, B is the second puppy, and B is a Dane, which is a master cross with a great name. Oh, my goodness. So B is four months old, and she's already over 60 pounds. Uh, and, and she, she will likely be well over 100 pounds uh, in the near future. <laughs> I don't, don't, those, those two, two would not fit in my apartment. Those two <laughs> likely <laughs> don't fit in anyone's apartment. I you your apartment. That's true. Okay, well, Yeah, it's going back to this thing of... It, 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 it sort, sort of fascinates me at that, that level, level the, the the different reasons that, that people would leave because, because like I said, they are compensated well in these positions. Um, and it just, just I mean, when you, you reach out, out to them, them is, is are they, they, they is initially in general, general are, they are they pretty, pretty open, open to the conversation? Like, like let's, let's say let's say out of hundred people. They're all working at a, at a high, high level, level, getting, getting well compensated, but, but you, and you, you don't maybe even know if there's something that's off of their culture or within the business or anything, anything like that. that. But, but 
you, you reach, reach out, out to them. them. Would 50, 50 of them have, have a positive response, response or do you need to, to, you need to co-host most of them? I'm just, I'm just curious, curious about it. Yeah, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if, um, you know, I don't know if co-host is the right word. At least, you know, we're, we're not trying to sell someone something they don't want or they don't need. Um, it really is about conversation. So when, when we initially reach out to someone, we already know a lot about and that's, that's what our research team does. We're going to know what their current organization is going to do. We're going to know what buttons to potentially push so that we can speak to those things and highlight the potential differences between the roles. And I don't know what the actual number is. I think most people are keen to talk to us because even if it isn't today, they don't know what their role is going to look like a year or two years. And, and, and so normally people are, are quite open to having conversations with us uh, to get on the radar. Uh, and it's through the conversation, through getting to know them, that we can uh, identify how far we want to take a conversation. Uh, you know, the first thing to do is not, you know, put the position profile in front of them and say, are you interested? It really is having a conversation with them, trying to understand whether, whether they're someone we want to pursue or not. Right. And also, who they know. You know a big part of it is, it's a little bit like tech tech work. Uh, you know, we want to follow those leads uh, in order to get to the right candidates. So we're always going to ask people, we're, we're the best people you've ever worked with. Who do you look up to? Who do you admire? Who do you think we should reach out to in the network of this opportunity? I might have some ideas for us. It isn't always about just put the role in front of them and get their interest. It really is a long-term play to understand where people's strengths are, what they're looking for, what their motivations, what their goals are. And when we have an opportunity to align with that, that's where we're going to have a conversation. Yeah, it's to take that a step further, when you, when you said, said you're, you're not, not selling, selling to them, them and you explained, explained that, that well, but, but at, at some point, when they're, when they're once they, they know uh, either the, the position or the, um, or at least have, have an idea of where, where this is going, do they, people that work at that level, level there, there must be, there, there must, must be a level of that they, they, they have, have to do an interview well, well they, they have, have the questions to see if it's the right, 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 right fit. fit. It, it just it seems like that, that would be a very, very uh, it's a very, very delicate, delicate thing, thing to manage because because, because you've got, got you, you obviously don't have, don't have CEO or, or the, the, the directors or some company sitting there, there in that meeting, meeting you're, you're, when you're talking and they're, they're going, going to be asking questions trying to get a feel of the culture of the company. company. That, 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 that must, must be part, part of the process. process. Yeah, very much. And it, it goes back to really that due diligence up front. We need to be prepared for those conversations because you only get one shot. You get one shot and then make first impression like and we, we need to be prepared to answer those questions. We need to have as much data as we can. And, and we also need to know what we can share and what we can't share. A lot of the information is confidential. Uh, and, and so, so probably more often than not, we also help sign NDAs and take things through a confidential process. Uh, but it usually is one, one phone call. It's a, an initial call, you have a conversation, they're going to go away and come out. You have a second conversation. You learn a little bit more. You share a little bit more. Uh, it really is a lot of a lot of back and forth. And and and, and at some point, our client is also going to get involved. And there's something that we simply can't speak to. We're not inside the company. Uh, and that's where that the next step would come in the proper interview with our client. Uh, and, and that's usually on a multi-state process as well, a number of stakeholders involved. 
we are, I mean, I mean the, the world, the world, world it has, has changed over the last, I mean, 20, 30 years, years maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe more drastically in some ways than, than it ever has, has. Um, I, I, purely, purely from a technology standpoint. But, but also, also there, there is different, different hiring, hiring criteria now. Um, and, and how, how, how much has that, that, that affected, affected the, your approach? You know, you, you, things, things like, like the situation, situation come, come, coming, coming in 2020, 2020 where everything being shut down. down. That's still spilled into 2021. When people watch this interview at different times throughout the year, we'll be at different stages of that. There's things like diversity mandates that are coming into play company, even for the publicly traded companies. That's coming into effect. So how much is that landscape really start to shift from your perspective being in the position you're in? There's, there's no denying it's, it's, there's been incredible change and there continues to be a lot of change. And I, I don't think it's going to slow down anytime soon. Um, the only thing, one of the only things that companies can really control is who they bring through the front door, who they hire. And that really sets that stage for their performance. And Thankfully, I think a lot of organizations are getting a lot more sophisticated and they're spending a lot more time and energy thinking about people that they're going to hire and, 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 and the impact that's going to make on companies. And that's right where we, where we fall into it. Um, because it does, it makes, it makes a difference. If you hire eight players, you're, you're going to perform at a, at a higher level. And, and the research shows that eight players will hire more A players. Uh, whereas if you start to hire B and C players, they're not going to want to hire folks that are stronger performers than themselves. So they end up in this cycle where it's really hard to get out of. Uh, where you just end up with, with, with underperforming and underwhelming individuals. And um, you, know, you touched on, on one thing, thing that really is changing, that's the, the diversity uh, uh, challenges. And you know, we've been having these conversations for years, uh, particularly at the board, board level. And it's now truly... Uh, it could be somewhat more careful how I say this. Uh, you, you know, we would, we would sit in on a kickoff uh, meeting and kick off the search. And we'd, we'd, you know, our clients talk about diversity and importance of diversity, not only gender or race, but also diversity of experience, diversity of thought, and how important it was. And we will present a short list. And in the past, you know, nine out of ten times, they would still go forward with that person that looks and sounds and feels just like everybody else. It's, it's really, really changing, changing now. Uh, mm. You cannot argue that, that, that diversity is not going, going to lead to, 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 to uh, you know, higher profitability or more success for your company. So, so, so it's quite exciting because our clients are actually, for the first time, really seeking it. And they're expecting to have diverse shortlists. Over the last year, 43 percent of our places have been diverse candidates, which is something we're really proud of. And it's only going to continue to increase, which it's about time. Does, does it, it does, does it open, open um, does, does it open the door? Does it make, does it make your job easier because you're able, able to you're you're not, not having, having to work sort of sort of sort of this cookie cutter, cookie cutter uh, and then like, like you know, look, look sounds, sounds feels, feels, you know, that, that kind of thing. thing. Feels, feels wow. wow. <laughs> uh, but, but, but you know what I mean? Is there is there that um, 
it, does, does, it, does, it, does it open, open, does it does open, open up, up the opportunities you have, have to, to yeah, your yeah, tech it, it, in, in some ways, ways in, in, in some, some ways, ways you know, open, open the candidate pool, pool um, you, you know, can, 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 can make it easier, easier, but at the same time, it's also complicated because now there's more candidates you've got to sift through in order to truly find the best. And, 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 and that, that is, is the goal. goal. The, the goal, goal is always to find the best. Uh, you, you, you want, want to do that, that with a diverse slate, uh, but, but you, you don't, don't simply want to hire someone, someone because they are diverse. Uh, and, and, and so that, that, becomes, that becomes a challenge. How do you still get, get the absolute best, best person? person? Uh, and, and, and it, it takes, takes more work and, and more energy. energy. And, and in, in this, this world, world um, we're also looking for the field. Because let's, let's say, say um, you know, I, 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 I've, I've been, been around, around a lot of people, people. they're, they're 
they're actually they're, they're fairly open-minded open type, type people. They're, they're, they're people, people that work, work well with anybody across the board. board. Um, but, but if you if you, if you develop sort of a, sort of a culture within your, your company, company, let's say you're out in a, a, a more rural town, town you know, like, like a, a red beer in Alberta, let's say, it it it, it, it must, must be a challenge, challenge to go, okay, okay we're, we're, going, we're, we're going, going to try to expand, expand our diversity. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't just mean race, race and gender and things like that, that but I mean across, across the board. board. That, that must be a real challenge and, and, and a conversation that, that when you're, you're talking to them, them they really, really are looking to you for support. support. Because, because it's not an easy thing, thing. if you spend 50 years running, running a company sort of in your little, little bubble. We had guests, we just recently had a guest talk about that bubble you get into as a company. I mean, I mean that, 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 that must be quite, quite a, a, a challenging conversation they're having with some, some, of, some of these companies. companies. Yeah, you're, you're right. I think, I think, I think the, the conversation, conversation is probably more challenging than the reality of doing it. You know, the, there, there are, are a lot of very, very strong people that are driving that experience and that knowledge from different, different places. places. And, 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 and if, if we use, you know, if we use Red Deer as an example, um, you know, you've, you've got, got a, a city that really is built, built on, 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 on oil, oil field services. services. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and for a lot of years, uh, they're, 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 you know, you know everyone, everyone, everyone in that, that space, space, you know, they, they probably, probably came, came from a very similar background. Um, and that's, and that's not, not necessarily, necessarily the case, case anymore. And, and I, I think, think a, lot a lot of a lot of folks at that more senior level, level um, you know, they they, 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 they might, might not be as aware of what else is out there because, because they've, they've been in, in their bubble. Right. right. But if we, if could, we could pop, pop that bubble and expose them to what the world, world looks, looks like today, I think they would be pleasantly surprised. And and a lot of clients, truthfully. You know, maybe, maybe it's, it's not, not most companies, companies but, but a lot of the companies, companies that work with us are more progressive and more sophisticated. Uh, they're, they're ready, ready for, for a change. change. Uh, they're, they're open for it. So that conversation doesn't need to be as difficult as someone might think. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, 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 an, interesting, uh, it's an interesting topic. Um, we, we, we probably do a couple of shows on it. But, um, I wanted, I wanted to just, just before, before we get, get to the tail end of this, this interview, I, I wanted to get, to get a, a was, was, did you start out with HR? They're based out of Chicago, Chicago right? right? Is, is, that that their, is that their headquarters? headquarters? And, then, and then did you, you how did they, they end up, because they, 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 they have a large, large presence, presence in, in Canada. Canada. I'm just trying to understand that sort of as, as we just tail off the interview. What is the, how did the HR move into the Canadian market? Um, um, they, they, they've, they've been, been in Canada, Canada for a while. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe going back, back a little further, further. you know, started, started in 1989 in, in Chicago, uh, and growing, growing from, from there to, you know, nearly, nearly 30 countries, countries now, you know, nearly, nearly 60 offices around the world. world. Um, Toronto, Toronto was established, established in Canada, Canada and has been for a number of years, years a, a, a very strong, strong team, team there. Western Canada didn't have as much of a presence, and... I, I, at the time, time was, was working with, with a couple of partners who are still my partners today. Uh, we, we were running, running a boutique firm in Calgary. Uh, quite quite successful. successful. We, we were having fun. We were great, great things. We, we won, won a couple of uh, best, best workplace awards. awards. And, um, we, we were really, really proud, proud of the culture, culture we built internally and also the work that we were doing with our clients. clients. Uh, and being invited back, back uh, which is really how we measure our success from those clients. And we, and we weren't, weren't thinking, thinking about a move. move. Just, just like, like so, so many, many of the candidates we tap on the shoulder, shoulder uh, 
I was tapped on the shoulder. And DHR was looking to expand. And this was the tail end of 2015. Uh, ultimately, uh, we, we, we said no, no we were quite content, but um, you know, we, we have had a few conversations, and, and throughout those conversations, conversations actually made a lot of sense. sense. The, the, the family-like feel of DHR, the, the, uh, the fact that, that collaboration really is ingrained. Uh, so, so often in search, search you, get, you get people worried where their, their, their piece of the pie, instead of Realize you can make, make pie, pie bigger, bigger and, and everyone will benefit. So, so the collaboration piece uh, was really important. Um, and, and the ability to, to, to leverage the global platform and step out of the work we were, we were, we were doing, which at the time really was focused on Alberta. Uh, uh, so, we, so we, we, we jumped, jumped on board in 2016. 2016. We sold our, our firm to DHR. Uh, we moved over. over. It's still the same partners today. today. Um, and, and, and we, we have haven't looked, looked back. We uh, maybe maybe I shouldn't should say this on recording, but it, it's it's, it's truly really one, one of the most uneventful acquisitions uh, because we're the same, same team, doing the same, same work, work uh, that we've always enjoyed, enjoyed doing. doing. Uh, but we but can we now can describe, describe ourselves as the the, the, the largest, largest of boutique firms, firms and, and, and the smallest of the big, big global firms. firms. So we really have the best of both worlds. And it's and also, also allowed us to step, step into so many, many other industries, industries uh, which, which has certainly helped, helped us uh, you know, talk talking diversification. Diversification of this business is so important over the last several years. years. Uh, being, being able, able to expand, expand beyond, beyond nuclear energy, energy is still a very, very large part, part of what we do energy mining. But, but um, you know, cannabis, you know, for example. We were the first global firm to set up a dedicated cannabis practice that we set up in 2017. Uh, and, 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 and are able to do work, work you know, all, all over. Uh, we, we could have never, never done that as a little boutique. Uh, we wouldn't have had the resources or the manpower. Uh, and so, so that's, that's, that's how we've come, come to be where we are today. today. You, you, you said, said something, I'm glad you said it, the, that, that it was, was a, a boring acquisition, um, which is, is an interesting term. term. I, I, one one I, I, I haven't heard before. before. <laughs> um, um, but, but, the, the, uh, but, but at least the question, I mean, that... For, 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 for that, that to happen, there has to be a lot, lot of level heads um, that, are, that are bailing that. that. Because, because when you've got, got your own company and someone's trying to buy it, it um, you, know, you know, and then you're, you're going to still work with them, there's, 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 a, lot lot of, there's a lot, lot of layers to that. that. How, how, do, how did you sort, sort of approach it? it? Um, do you be able, able to make, make that, that a, a smooth transition and productive for your partners, for DHR, for yourself? Um, how did that, that, that process, um, however long, long it took, took how, did, how did you approach, approach it? Um, yeah, you know, I haven't thought of that before, um, but, but, but it actually is, you know, maybe, maybe it's easier, easier for us because it's what we expect people to do every single day when we're pulling people out of one, one place and putting put it in another. another. Um, and, and so, so maybe, maybe it's, it's, it's not, not as, as significant event for us. us. Um, you know, I, I think, think what, what we did, did was we took, took time. time. We, we, we did not, not rush into it. it. I, think I think it's always a different situation when you're, when you're, when you're, when you're not, not, you're, you're, you're hand We didn't need to sell. sell. Uh, and we, we took, took our time, time to come to that decision over a period of several months and then, and then hundreds of conversations. And we also engaged our team. We really wanted to make sure everyone, not one of the decisions we had, that 
we were not going unless we brought our entire team with us. Everybody was going to have a role, was going to have a key role in the future. We did not want to. You hear horror stories in the world of MMA, and in a lot of those instances, they actually end up decreasing their value. And, and, and we, we did not want that to happen, so we spent our time, time to do it, right? right? Uh, and because, because of that, um, and, and a little bit of luck, there's always a little bit of faith all. But it worked, worked out, and, and the assessment we made of our new partners uh, was spot on. And we, we have them back, we, we, we've been excited, excited to work with them, and we've been able, able to do better, better work uh, because, because we're larger. larger. That's, uh, uh, I think that's, that's a good place, place to end the interview. We covered a lot, a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of stuff. stuff and, and um, you know, I, I, I thought, thought doing an interview like, like this is, is, is it's, there, there are other competitors, competitors out, out there in your space, space. Like, like any, like any, like any business. business. And, 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 and I, just, I just, I wanted to be able to talk about people. people. I wanted to be able to sort of hear how you approach and interact. And, you know, and I guess to finish off, I would ask, for you, you dealing, dealing with people, people uh, and I've, I've asked some more questions for people, and I always get different types, types of answers, answers on it. Um, is, is it, it, is it something, something that you have, have developed, that, that ability, ability to take your time, time build, build relationships, communicate with people? You know, you're, you're not, not selling, selling to them, them but, but uh, sort, sort of finding if the right, right fit, fit and, and, and going, going through all, all these processes that you've had to go through your career. How much of it has been developed? And, and how, how much of it is naturally how, how you are, are as an individual? Uh, I, I, don't I don't know. know. Um, it's, it's probably, probably a quick answer. answer. It's, it's probably, probably a combination, combination of both. You know, no, no, one, one, no one goes to, to university thinking, I, I want to be a headhunter. Head it, it, it's, it's, it's one of those careers that people stumble into. And I think people stumble into it because they have innate characteristics that draw them to it. You have to be a big person. You have to be excited to talk to people, learn about people, understand their journey. And if you're not, you're not going to get anywhere. And I think that the challenge a lot of folks have to step into a world of search is they step into it for the wrong reasons. They're chasing dollars and they're always chasing the next search. They're chasing clients that give them an end date. Instead of focusing on building really strong relationships with Canada, the work will come, all dollars will come, but you have to start with treating Canada as well. Uh, uh, from start, start to finish. finish. And some, some of these relationships take, take years and years and years. years, years, years I, just, I, just, I just kicked off a, a service this week for a CEO of uh, uh, an upstream gas company. company. And it's the first, first search I've done, done with this individual. And I first, first met her uh, over, over 10, 10, 10 years ago. And uh, stayed in touch and, and have grown into a friendship. And it worked out, out but that, that was, was never the goal. And I think that's, that's the difference is you have, have to be interested in people, in nurturing relationships, and, and, and you know, all the place. But if you uh, go into it for the wrong reasons, reasons maybe, maybe you, you can develop some skills to be good at it. But a part of it has to already be within you. Yeah, yeah, it has to work level you and with people. There has to be a level of natural. <laughs> desire. I'm, I'm, do you, 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 you must, must, you must get a little sick of all those phone calls, calls in, 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 now, now, now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I do, do about 
at least, at least 15, 15 a day. You know, I, I, I don't. I've had this conversation, conversation with a lot of people, people that, that um, you know, face-to-face face is always my preference. preference. Uh, you know, I, 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 I have, have coffee cards, cards loaded uh, for every coffee shop in town, town where, where I used to spend my life. life. Uh, and, and I, I miss, miss that. I miss interacting with people. people. Um, but this technology is pretty, pretty good. And you know what? It's not the same, but it's still a way to connect with people. And I think it's a lot better. Uh, then, then, you know, you know, if, if we were, were, if we were, we were in, in you know, 1917 or going to start something similar, um, I'm not, not having this technology. So I'll take, I'll take things all at once. It still gets, gets me in front of people, people and gives me that interaction. I, 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 I crave. That is a very good point. point. Thank, Thank you very, very much for coming, coming on the show. I enjoyed doing the interview. I hope as we grow as a company, we get more work for your business. Leading up to the interview, you said so much about the gas. You've just been on it, working with the developing structure for us. So we appreciate you coming on the show, and I hope you have you back. Well, thanks, Jared. I'll hold you to that. I'll look forward to building your team ready. Okay. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Okay, okay. That, that, that uh, was a fun, fun, fun interview. interview. Like, 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 on three, three. So, so that, that will be so fun. I'm excited. Also, you, you can, can listen to us, to us on, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcasts, pretty much everywhere. Also, follow us on Facebook and LinkedIn. Oh, sorry, LinkedIn. Wow. At Crown TV. And if you'd like to be a guest, either on the show, uh, Crown Town Show, or my email, you can contact us at info at And I should mention, I've been getting quite a few emails about guest wine, like come on in spring. So if you're planning to come on in spring, let us know now, because right now I think we're focused on all this. You might be watching this in But as of now, watching this today, one of the followers, we're quite rightly into April. So, yeah, talk to us now. We get booked pretty quickly. And so, yeah, the sooner you call, the sooner you contact us. We'll get yeah, you yeah, better. Yeah. Okay, okay. Thank, thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, Brian, for coming on the show. It was a fun interview. We will see you on the next episode of the Crown Show.